Thank you for tuning in to the New Birth Podcast. There's a word of hope for you today, and we are excited for what God is doing here at New Birth. For more information, visit our website, nvplaceofhope.com. Now for the message by our senior pastor, Gabby Mejia. Father, we love you. We bless you. We thank you. We thank you because you are faithful. We thank you because you are true. We thank you because you love us. We thank you because there is none like you, Lord. We thank you because you are amazing. And so, God, we're going to share your heart into the hearts of your people. And as we do that, God, would you do what only you can do? Change, transform, revive, ignite, propel, and encourage your people, God. And I promise you, Lord, that I will give you all of the glory for what you will do here today, God. In your name we pray. And everyone says, amen. Go with me to the book of Colossians. Don't let that scare you. Yes. We're going to go to the book of Colossians. Chapter 2, I think uh, Brother Ken, Kevin spoke on Colossians chapter 2 during transition. As you find the book of Colossians, I just want to also say this. If you're here for the first time, if you're here for the first time and you accept Jesus Christ, today after service we're going to baptize some people. And what is baptism? Baptism is a public expression of your faith. Baptizo in the Greek means to be submerged. Take something that's out, put it under, and bring it out. That's what baptize means. So we're going to baptize people who have accepted Jesus and said, I want Jesus as my Lord and Savior. If you're here and you're going to get baptized, would you stand just for a second? Would you just stand for a second? They're going to get baptized today. Thank you. You may be seated. We have another group that already got baptized in the first service, the Spanish service. And these people, what they're doing is by getting baptized, we're going to put them, we got a nice... You know, we usually baptize in a pool, a plastic pool, but today y'all gonna get baptized in a jacuzzi. Believe it or not, and you press the button, bubbles is living waters. You press the button, it's just it's crazy. I I almost miss servicing it staying in there. It's it's it's, it's we're gonna take people and put them under the water because what that means is, is symbolic. It's spiritually, symbolically, what the a baptism represents is who you used to be. We're gonna put it under the water. The water represents the Holy Spirit. We're going to put you under the Holy Spirit symbolically and then bring you up a new person in Jesus Christ. That's number one. Number two, it's a public experience because it's your public witness to the world and to your friends and everybody that you have decided to follow Jesus. So if you're here, friend, and after we preach and you receive Jesus in your heart and you want to get baptized, you might say, Pastor, wow, that's a nice thing. But I didn't come ready to get baptized. I got you. For every one of you that would want to get ba baptized, we have a bag here for every one of you. And the thing is, it's free. You don't have to pay a penny for it. And in this bag, if you're a male, I got some boxers for you. If you're a female, I ain't going to show it. It's in there, you know. Um, depending, we don't know whatever size you are. We have all sizes. We have some... Uh, a swimming trunks so you can put them on gals and, 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 and guys as well we got a t-shirt that says I am made new and we got towels 
you could dry yourself. We got creams. We got deodorant. We got, I mean, we, we got you. We got, you. I mean, we don't got blowers, so you're going to have to do that on your own. But, but, but we, we want to let you know that you're going to make a decision in, in about 20 minutes. And the next step is, if I've accepted Jesus, I'm willing to get baptized. There's nothing to hinder you. We will baptize you. And we're going to celebrate to the glory of God. Is that all right, church? Amen. Colossians chapter 2. Verses 6 through 15. I'm going to read a lot of scripture, but I'm going to close as soon as I, as I possibly can. Listen to what the Apostle Paul tells us. He says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him. See, many people feel that Accepting Jesus is the end of your walk. I accept Jesus and that's it. And we lived happily ever after. No. Accepting Jesus is not the end. Accepting Jesus is the beginning of your walk. It doesn't end and I accept the Jesus. No, no, no. He says, he says, he says, just as you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. How? Rooted and built up in him. Meaning that... This walk God wants to offer you today is a deep walk, has a destination. There's some place God wants to take you if you commit to receive him and to continue. He says, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Verse 8, see, it, see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than Christ. Let me give you the context of that. When Paul writes this letter, the church of Colossae, they were going through some crisis. And the crisis was that some false teachers were rising and they were saying that this whole thing about Jesus Christ, that that's not true. And they were trying to take people to go back and do other types of belief systems. And so the church was falling in confusion. Here's why. Because they received Christ, but they did not continue to live their lives in Christ. They did not continue to live, to live deep in the depth of the knowledge of God. Consequence, they started going the wrong way. False teachers are rising. False prophets were rising, saying, no, it ain't about Christ. Forget about Christ. And Paul is saying, no, it, it is all about Christ. It's all about Jesus. And then he says, verse 9, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. In him you are also circumcised with circumcision, not performed by human hands. What is a circumcision? Circumcision is what we would do in the Old Testament and is still practiced today. But in the Old Testament, whenever a Jewish boy was at the age of becoming a, a man, after the commandments, um, yeah, after the commandments, they would get circumcised. But the Bible says that when a baby was born at the age of eight, was the time to circumcise the child. Now, why was circumcision so important? Because of what it represented. Circumcision literally means the cutting of flesh. It's the cutting of flesh. And so when God demanded in the Old Testament 
for the men of Israel to be circumcised. He was doing it not because he wanted them to suffer pain, but because what that cutting of the flesh represents. And so circumcision literally means to cut flesh, to cut the flesh. And so to God, that represented men saying, I am going to cut, do away with my flesh. What is the flesh? My desires, my sins, the things that I know that dishonor God. I'm going to cut. I'm going to circumcise myself. But look what Paul is saying, referring to Christ. He says, in him, you are also circumcised. What is, what is Paul telling us? That if I accept Jesus, I don't need to physically circumcise myself because once I accept Christ and accepting Christ comes a circumcision that I don't physically have to do but is spiritually provided for me. He says, in him you also been circumcised. With a circumcision not performed by human hands, your whole self ruled by the flesh was put off when you circumcised, when you were circumcised by Christ. Here's how, here's how, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through your faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Check this out. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins. This is the greatness of Christ. Having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross these are the things that happen when a person receives Christ when someone comes to Jesus it's much more than coming to the altar and us clapping and rejoicing which we do as a church but this is spiritual accepting Jesus is not just an act of walking up here and turning on a light bulb there's, there's, there's something that happens in the unseen and it happens by grace. It happens by grace. And it happens through faith. So all God is asking from you today is to believe. And once you believe that what Colossians says God through Christ did for you. That he took your sin and my sin. Your cutting of your flesh that you were supposed to do, Jesus said, I'll do it. And he hung on a cross and he was spiritually circumcised for us. He was cut. He was bruised. He was whipped. He was tortured for me. And that happened because he loved me. And he took the price that I was supposed to pay. I never forget one time. My wife and I, we went to, I don't know where we went, went to a restaurant. It was in downtown Disney. And we was eating. And right across from us, there was a, a couple, a newlywed couple. And they were eating. It was, was it in Disney? 
We were eating, right? And I was eating, you know, do me, you know how I do. <laughs> I love to eat. <laughs> I was eating, and we was having a great time. We was having a great time. As a matter of fact, I think it was with my whole family. We, we was having a family dinner. Family dinner. And, and right across, there was, there was, uh, it was this couple, this white couple that came from I don't know what state. And they came to Florida on their honeymoon. And, and, and they were all excited. Had, she had a t-shirt that said, I had the Mickey Mouse uh, uh, logo with bride. And then he had the Mickey Mouse logo with, it was mad corny, uh, the bride and groom. And, and they were all into each other's eyes. And, and it, was just, it was just so romantic. And, 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 and all of a sudden, I felt like, I felt like, I said, babe, I'm, 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 no, I didn't know. I, I just felt like paying for their bill. And they were on their honeymoon, so they weren't ordering chicken nuggets, you know. And so they were eating, and they were carrying on, and, and, and all of a sudden, I told the waiter, I said, listen, hey, wait, listen, don't say nothing. You and me, um, I want to pay their bill, so give me that bill. So, so, so they're eating, and, and, and they're having their food, and I'm like, okay, okay. Oh, 25, 30, 40, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull my watch or something. <clears throat> and then they were getting dessert. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Lord, have mercy. But when, but when, 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 when they felt that the time for the bill was due, they realized that the waiter never came. And so they're like, okay. And, and, and when they asked for the bill, this is what's crazy. When I, when I tell the waiter, hey, listen, um, um, I, I'm, I got it. I don't know who was more shocked, the waiter or the couple. Because, because there's something about you caring for somebody else that has an impact on everybody around you. That's a, so, so the waiter's looking at me, oh, my God, for real? Oh, my God. And the waiter was so excited. When they, when, 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 when they asked for the bill... The waiter says with a big Kool-Aid smile, don't worry about it. They took, he took care of the bill. And they were so overwhelmed and overjoyed. They're like, oh, my God, thank you. Oh, my God, thank you. Can we take a picture? And I oh, I'm going to take a picture. Let's take a picture. Come on. <laughs> and all I did was pay a $100 meal. Which, by the way, the next day, they had to go spend money and eat another meal because what I paid for was only enough for that night. Now, let me submit to you that the price that Jesus paid didn't just cover a meal. The price that Jesus paid is for all eternity, which means just because you fail tomorrow, the payment that God paid doesn't just last for tomorrow. He is love, and his love will cover your past experiences, your today problems, and your tomorrow struggles and he's telling you today I have your bill I'll pay the bill and here's how Jesus paid the bill he didn't have he didn't have hundred dollar bills in the Greek There's, there's a term that the Apostle Paul uses in the book of Romans. And there's the word in Greek called agorazo. Which literally means to be purchased out of a slave market. To be bought, to be purchased. When Paul refers to what Jesus did to us, he is referring to that transaction as agorazo. 
which means Jesus went and paid the price for you and Fry. But Jesus didn't pay the price for you and Fry $100 bills. He didn't do that. He didn't do it with money. He wasn't, yeah, I got, I got him, yeah. Let it rain. He ain't do that. Jesus wasn't walking around with, with $100 bills talking about, yeah, I got you. Hey, sins are forgiven. You, liar, liar, you a liar. Sins are forgiven. Yeah, you, 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 that, 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 that are evil in your heart. I got you. You, uh, 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 where are you? I got you. No, no, Jesus wasn't doing that. And don't try to get it because it's all fake. Yeah, pastor's rolling. That's fake money, okay? I ain't got, I, I, if I had $100 bills like that. <laughs> anyway. But, but listen, listen, listen. Jesus didn't pay my price with money. He paid, my, he paid the price with his own life on the cross. And the Bible says he became a spectacle for me. He became... The laughing, the laughing stock of my of, of society. He became the comedian, if you will, of history. And while he was out there, we look at we look at the cross, the movie, the cross, and the Passion of Christ, and we see Jesus all skinny and talking about, "I am indeed." Oh, look at him; he's so anemic. No, 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 no. While Jesus was up there, he was he was making a payment. See, in the literal world. It looks, like they, it looks like Jesus lost. In the literal world, it looks like Jesus was defeated. But because this, is, this walk is not just in the natural, this is spiritual. In the spiritual world, Jesus was paying your sin and paying your sin and paying your sin. And he's saying, you don't have to cut your skin no more. You don't got to get circumcised no more. I'm going to pay the price so that when I die, all that come to me will live through the life I've come to give them. What is he saying? He's saying, I love you enough to die for you. I love you enough to pay the price that you're supposed to pay. You know what? You know the part with many people that don't serve Jesus is? That you're trying to get right to then come to Jesus and say, God, I, I got it. I'm ready now to serve you. No. If it were like that, then Jesus had no business dying for us. He died for us because he knew we couldn't do it. He died for us because he knew that we would never match up to the feet. So he said, don't worry about that. I'm going to do what I know you can do, and I'm going to let you do what you can do. And all I need you to do is believe. Believe. So today, friend that are here, someone brought you to church so that you can believe. And this God, who is able and willing to forgive you and to embrace you. And regardless of what you've been through, regardless of what you're going through, God is not intimidated by your mess. He's not ashamed to say, yeah, that's my daughter, even though you're struggling with what you're struggling. He is not ashamed to say, oh, yeah, that's my boy, even though you're going through what you're going through. That, that God don't operate that way. Because God don't see us through the naturals. He sees us through the eyes of love. 
And so love hopes. Love trusts. Love perseveres. Love is constant. Love doesn't change. So I want to open the altar this morning, this afternoon. For every friend that is here. I want you to leave out, leave this place today understanding what the writer of Colossians says when he says, when he says that Jesus bore the cross. That Jesus became the circumcision for us so that we don't have to pay the price anymore. And here's how you accept Jesus. Here's how you do it. Faith. Many people feel like, I can't serve Jesus because I can't stop smoking. But who said stopping smoking makes you saved? I can't serve Jesus because I'm still a liar. But who said not lying makes you saved? I know people that don't lie that are not saved. What makes us saved is understanding the love of God embracing that love in my life regardless of how jacked up I am and how messed up I am and say I know I can but through you I can be better and once you believe that and confess it and embrace this payment that was due to you that Jesus took that's the beginning of the salvation we hope this message has inspired you. As a place of hope, our church is committed to reach our community. If you'd like more information about New Birth, visit our website at nbplaceofhope.com.